Hi, I'm Chris Brodenin, the 2023-2024 president of the Junior League of Atlanta, and I'd like to welcome you to this episode of JLA Inside Out, stories from inside and outside of the Junior League of Atlanta. Welcome to another episode of JLA Inside Out. Um, today, our guests are Shamika Dunner and Precious Bodwin, both co-chairs of the Atlanta Mission within the Junior League of Atlanta. Sharmika, please introduce yourself. Hi everyone, I'm Sharmika Dunner. I co-chair Atlanta Mission alongside Precious. I have been in JLA. I am now in my second year of being a JLA member, so happy to be here. Awesome, very glad that you're here. And Precious, could you please introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Precious Bodwin and I am a second year with JLA and I am excited to be co-chairing the Atlanta mission with Shamika this year. Awesome. My name is Marshall Weeks and I am here with Mia Wells, both co-producers of JLA Inside Out. So tell us why the Atlanta mission is so important. I find that the Atlanta mission is extremely important, especially in the Atlanta area, because it serves over a thousand people who are facing homelessness. Obviously, that's just even a drop in the bucket of what you may even see around the city. We still have tent cities under the bridges and people looking for temporary to permanent housing. I think the beautiful thing about the mission is that they don't only just serve um you know, just for men, they also serve children's uh, women, households and families. So you have mothers and their children in one facility, you have temporary housing and another one. And then they also assist with those who are in the recovery process and uh, helping them to get uh, fix their addictions or get off their addictions. So I think that's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. That definitely is. And um, as we are entering into the holiday season, um, can you please explain, um, do you all get busier during this time of year? What changes or what are the differences between your normal um, time of year and then when we're entering into the holiday season? Uh, I think the requests definitely become uh, more. Uh, we just did a sorting day at their distribution center as people are asked to volunteer coats and hand you know, gloves and things like that. For the season, they need more people to just assist in getting those items sorted and situated to take out to each of the locations. Um, just within two days, they added another one for the week after Thanksgiving. Uh, we go to help, you know, put gifts together. Wrap gifts. We'll be helping the mothers at my sister's house actually wrap their own gifts instead of it just being a donation and they're just giving something that they don't even know what's going to their children. So I think that's an exciting ad this year. They've already asked us if we'll be able to do a type of a holiday party um, and even hosting another game night at one of their temporary housing locations. So the requests definitely do pick up. It kind of goes from one or two days um, we're even asked to do more lunch service or dinner service where we go in and actually help to serve because uh, they are short staffed, on, unfortunately, this year. Uh, so they are at need and need as much help as possible. Okay. What are some of the, um, Precious, this is Mia, what are some of the the main items that are in need for the, uh, to gain this mission during the holidays or like for donation purposes? 
Um, when it comes to clothing and the winter, obviously with the winter months coming up, well, if we call this winter, this false winter we've been having, but right. temperature drops. So blankets, uh, gloves, hats, uh, any coats or jackets uh, that you can donate is, is greatly in need. Um, they are in need of monetary donations just to help serve meals um, mm -hmm. as the it, it increases. So um, that is a big uh, item on their list. So we do actually help fund some of the meals throughout the month or even just snacks at some of the facilities for um, the families. So those are the main, um, the top items, I would say. Of course, as it's getting closer for any of the Christmas donations, I mean, I saw an array of uh, people donate books. I've seen makeup donated um I've seen um what else did they have it's just an array just whatever your organization or company can donate in mass because I, they do try to keep it fair so if they don't have enough for everybody they will not pass it out to um every house so mm -hmm. you know if it's 800 people they need and they only have 600 items those items will be held until they can collect another 200 to share with everybody okay that's important uh, do you incorporate other holidays, like since it's an all-compensating like shelter with many different ethnicities and religious beliefs, do you incorporate different holiday activities along with when you're um, giving out these donations to people? We do not. It is a Christian-based organization, um, but we follow their lead. So if they were to, we definitely would, but that's not, that I've not seen it come up as an ask. So I will definitely say we follow their lead and what they want to do or how they want to treat things. Okay. I was saying just to add an additional layer to their uh, precious recently spearheaded, uh, the Atlanta missions, their uh, trunk or treat for their fall festival. So although not a holiday, it still coincided with, you know, kids wanting to do a, a trunk or treat, which was Mm -hmm. very um, inspirational for families in the home and for the kids to go to the different cars that had different things around them. Okay, so that's a nice activity. Yes, yes, I believe I um, talked to one of the volunteers about the trunk or treat, and they said they really, really enjoyed it, um, really served, you know, being able to serve through the JLA to see the excitement on the kids' faces. Um, so I thought that was nice also. I will say, and if I ever thought I did not buy enough candy. There is never enough candy for Halloween. That is one thing. I, <laughs> right. I thought I bought enough and you can never have enough. It is just, it was just a joyous day. Uh, just even on the, on the parents' faces, the moms um, that were around with their kids. So it was a great, it was a lot of fun. I will say. And it's that. not like those bags are small. So you're buying a hundred pieces of not more candy. Those bags. It is not. Out. <laughs> but they, and I will, when they put on an event, it is an event. They, you know, a lot of people volunteered. So they had an icy truck out there. We had cotton candy, popcorn, a DJ. It was a good time. I had to remind myself sometimes I was there to volunteer and not get into <laughs> the line dancing with them. So it was a oh, lot of nice. fun. Yeah, that is great. Um, and it helps to distract them from, you know, the the present situation. And so as I look at the history of the Atlanta mission, we're talking about 
82 years or more, starting out as a soup kitchen and then expanding to the potter's house, then my sister's house, the shepherd's inn, restoration house. You're talking about, like I said, 82 years in the Atlanta area um, doing really, really good work. Um, what made you choose this as your placement? I chose Atlanta Mission as, as my placement because I grew up in Section 8 housing, so I know uh, very closely how how it feels to grow up in poverty as well as to almost be facing homelessness. So it's something that is super close to me, and also I believe that everyone um, needs an opportunity to have someone help them because many of us are a few paychecks away from that, and also due to the fact that Atlanta Mission is a Christ-centered organization that has so many tentacles branching out of it. So where it did start as a soup kitchen, as you mentioned, but it's helping families, helping individuals where they're able to better themselves ultimately. So that was my passion, purpose for serving within Atlanta Mission. Awesome. What about you, Precious? I chose Atlanta Mission uh, because it was just a soft spot for me, uh, even as a teen. I volunteer with missions in the DC area. So when I joined JLA, it, that was one of the pulls for me that JLA was partnered with Atlanta Mission. And it was something that put me back in touch with an organization that I can see and feel the good. I, I like a lot of our placements because we get to see and feel the good where oftentimes you donate, but you don't really get to get to know a person that that donation may go to or how, you know, something that you think is small by creating like a hot chocolate bar can bring, you know, joy to somebody for an hour or two um, and playing a game of Uno and just sitting with someone. So I love that fact, um, that that part and that that connection that we get to have with the Atlanta mission. And that's actually really important. I, I, I actually uh, appreciate that a lot too. And and just, you know, building upon that, like what special holiday programs or initiatives are going to be going on now? Because, you know, thank, Thanksgiving is coming up, Christmas is coming up. Like what other programs um, does Atlanta Mission do to help further their, their goal? Well, as I mentioned earlier, they're a bit short staff and they are building back up. So we are fingers crossed. I, I put out the good vibes, everybody, that we get to host one of our holiday parties. We did last year and it was a huge success. Um, it was just two and a half hours of fun Christmas music and cupcake decorating and making ornaments. The kids made little things to create their own um, trees in their rooms with their moms. And we are hoping we'll have that opportunity to do it again. Uh, due to the short staffing, they've cut back on some of the activities for December. Uh, we will also do Christmas wrapping. So we'll get to go in and actually help the moms wrap gifts for their children and assist them that. So we're really excited about that and waiting for our day. Uh, we're doing another sorting distribution. We'll also do the big Christmas sorting um, at one of the distribution centers uh, for all of their locations. Um, and not just my sister's house and hopefully get another game night um, on the books at Restoration House uh, and, and just provide some lightweight activity. And all of this is just gearing up for February when they have their Atlanta Mission Walk, the 5K Walk will be coming up. 
So we're already talking about ways to incorporate JLA a little bit more. Um, last year we helped with water service and I'm hoping that we'll get to expand it and, and actually have a team that's walking as well as providing um, service so we can help raise a little funding for them as well. Yes, and that was the perfect segue because I was going to ask you about the Atlanta Mission 5K Race to End Homelessness, run in the cold for those who sleep in the cold. And it looks like it's taking place February 17th at 8.30 a.m., Pemberton Place Green Space. And then they do have a virtual option as well. Um, that, that sounds like a great volunteer opportunity. Yes, and I think it's one that would be great to open up JLA-wide. So that is my hope for our Atlanta JLA. I want, I um, actually was, Shamika, like, she, we travel, she travels a lot for work, and I am forever on conference calls. So we mm -hmm. talk a lot through text, and that is one of our <laughs> things we want to, we want to incorporate more. Um, we have a lot of eager uh people on our on our placement the women are so eager and want to be involved in so many different ways so we're trying Absolutely. to open it up and get more involvement in more days on the calendar we do compete a little bit with other groups that volunteer but you know i think jla has its ways uh, of wiggling in a little bit more and i like that yes there are so many um, opportunities to serve within JLA. Um, and that is awesome because, you know, with the schedules and as you said, the business travel, your personal obligations, it's good that you can choose a slot that works good for you. It is. And I think that's one of the beauties about uh, Junior League and having these placements. Uh, similarly to Precious said, she's in a lot of meetings and, and I do a significant amount of business travel but it's just so pertinent having co-chairs because we're able to play to one another's strengths and work very well together, even if it's via text or email and then pick up for the other person. Okay. So is there anything else that you would like um, people to know about Atlanta Mission? We've talked about how people can donate, the opportunities to serve. Is there anything else you would like them to know? I would say that Atlanta Mission is a fantastic organization. So if you aren't involved in it, uh, please do continue to get involved and then make it your placement for next year, but just a fabulous organization to be a part of where you can really make a difference in people and actually see what we're doing in the community. I will second what Sharmika just said. It is a wonderful organization. Um, it allows for flexibility. It allows for you to work and get to know people at a different level. You actually can build relationships uh, with the families, because you see them go from temporary to, you know, long-term housing and get their, you know, to be able to move out. And it's a beautiful thing. Um, and you can also tutor. There's so many opportunities. We have people that tutor. We have folks that just go even on non-JLA days. So it is a wonderful way to just get in there and actually help. What would you tell people who may be looking to serve in co-chair positions within the JLA. My advice was, is to yeah, go for me. Yes, go. One piece of advice I always give to people, I think that's just synonymous across anything is do what you can, when you can, how you can. And uh, one of the benefits of, you know, most of us are super busy women within the league, but 
a lot of placements and land admission included allows for a lot of flexibility so that if one, like myself, I work during the day, so I'm not able to get to the day events. There are events that happen on the weekend or there are opportunities that one may be able to do to engage others. So it's awesome to be involved in a cause that is bigger to ourselves, and it's super important for us to give back more than we take. And so I would always leave with that sentiment. Do what you can, when you can, how you can. I love that. Me too, right? Isn't that good? Mm-hmm. I think she summed it up. And I have to say, I really, I don't know if you want to call it luck, but I came into uh, being asked to co-chair and I did not know Sharmika before this. So I think it's just a testament of the folks on the board and when they're helping to pull people together to co-chair together, we just clicked. I We just from email and a phone call and I instantly was just in love with Sharmika. We, when we met in person, it just was a sense of this is gonna work and um, I'm happy for that. So do not shy away, even if you don't think you're going to know the other person <laughs> that you may co-chair with. It is. It has been wonderful. And I just enjoyed the opportunity of growing um, a new friendship and through a like-minded um, uh, place in our hearts. So it, it is a wonderful opportunity. Don't you just love when a sisterhood just you know organically grows? I, that's one of the reasons why I initially joined the GLA because sometimes when you have those busy schedules, it's hard to connect with people on that level to find like a genuine um, partnership, but also a friendship. Yes, absolutely. True. And it's just, yes. it's such a blessing too. It's a blessing to have it. Mm-hmm. So Shamika and Precious, me and I really appreciate you all carving out the time to speak with us about the great work that you're doing at Atlanta Mission. Um, you said some very important things today, and um, we just want people to know, go to atlantamission.org to, to learn more about the organization. And don't forget to visit the Junior League of Atlanta's website also to see how you can get involved. That's jlatlanta.org. And um, we appreciate you stopping by. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Oh, the pleasure is ours. You guys have a wonderful day. The Junior League of Atlanta is a dynamic organization of women who are committed to making a lasting and transformative impact on our community. We develop and train our members to become informed volunteers who take on unique and targeted service opportunities. As a diverse group of women, we live, work, and play in Atlanta and believe community involvement will make the largest impact. With over 100 years of service, you would be hard pressed to find an organization in Atlanta that has not been impacted by a woman in the Junior League of Atlanta. Thank you for listening to this episode of JLA Inside Out. If you have feedback, thoughts, or questions, we would love to hear from you. Please reach out to us at insideout at jlatlanta.com dot org.